0: This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the radio and the internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. How are you personally dealing with that? Here's Pastor Steve Kramer with today's message, Living as Citizens of Heaven in a World of Government, Politics, and Taxes.
1: How is one to conduct oneself as a citizen of God's kingdom in a world of politics, government, and taxes? I hope you'll stay with us and find out the answer to that question from the smartest person that ever lived. We begin our worship time in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's pray. Merciful God, we need your wisdom and guidance for the living of these days. Speak your word to us, O Lord. For your servants are listening. Amen. Our reading for today is taken from Matthew chapter 22, beginning at verse 15. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle Jesus in his words. And they sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully, and you do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, why put me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. And Jesus said to them, whose likeness and inscription is this? They said, Caesar's. And he said to them, therefore, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God, the things that are God's. Dear friends, the Apostle Paul tells us in the book of Philippians that if we are followers of Jesus Christ, then our citizenship is in heaven. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, Paul also says that if we're followers of Christ, we are ambassadors for Christ. We represent his kingdom in this world. The question is, how are we to operate as citizens and ambassadors of heaven in this world of government, politics, and taxes. What does that look like? Well, Jesus has some wisdom for us today in regard to that question. In this story from Matthew, we see that the opposition to Jesus is bound and determined to trip him up and make him look bad. They do not like him. He's a threat to them. So they decide, let's Stump him somehow, embarrass him, get him into trouble. They approach him armed with a trick question. They begin with flattery about his being true to God's ways and not swayed by human appearances or opinions. And then they launch their attack. Tell us what you think, Jesus. Is it lawful? Meaning, according to God's law and scripture. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? They think they have him now. There appears to be no good answer to that question. If Jesus says yes, it ruins his credibility with the Jewish people who hated the Roman oppressors and didn't want to pay taxes to a pagan emperor with money that was an abomination in God's sight. But if he says no, you shouldn't pay the tax, then the powers that be might see him as some sort of subversive insurrectionist trying to promote a revolution against the Roman government and they'll arrest him. It looks like a no-win situation for Jesus, doesn't it? We need to remember, though, that Jesus is the smartest person that ever lived. Just look at this response. First, he exposes their hypocrisy, calls them out for testing him. He can see through their flattery as well as the intention behind the question. They have maliciously set up a trap for him next he answers their question with a question. Jesus liked to do that. First he has them bring him one of the coins that was used to pay the tax and surprisingly they have a coin on them which openly exposes their hypocrisy. What are they doing with one of those hated taxation coins? And then he asks whose image and inscription is on that coin? They answer Caesar's. The coin has Caesar's image on it and an inscription stating that he's divine. And any Jew with a sensitive conscience would hate that, for it broke God's commandments. It was bad enough to pay taxes to the oppressors, but this coinage was an abomination. Jesus answers their question with this memorable statement, and it provides wisdom and warning for us. Therefore, Render, or give back, to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. Give back to Caesar that which is Caesar's. Yes, give back to Caesar, meaning the government, his due. Pay your taxes, Jesus says. The usage of Caesar's coinage acknowledges his authority and our obligation to pay taxes. They could not benefit from imperial roads or education or justice and freedom from invasion without making their contribution. Jesus is saying those who enjoy Caesar's benefits should pay Caesar's taxes. You and I are to participate and give back to our community, to our nation with our time and our energies. We exercise good citizenship. We pay our taxes. We we serve. We are law-abiding. We work for justice and peace and the well-being of our neighbors. But then Jesus adds to that. He says, and, and this is a big and, give back to God the things that are God's. This could be seen as almost a subversive statement when you think about it. Because what is God's? Well, what has God put his image upon? If you look at Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, we see that God has made us in his image. His image is on us. We're created in his image. He created us for himself. Therefore, we belong to him. We are to give our whole selves to him to walk in a relationship with him, and obey him and trust him. And when a person trusts in Jesus Christ, we're marked with the sign of the cross. We've been bought with a price, haven't we? The saving blood of Jesus who paid for our sins at the cross. We belong to him now. Therefore, God deserves our ultimate allegiance, loyalty, affection, and worship. He is to be the center of our existence. As kingdom citizens, we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness in our world. We love him with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind. We give him our all in all. There's a bit of warning to be found in this statement as well. Jesus also is saying that as a citizen of heaven, you don't give to Caesar what doesn't belong to Caesar. Your worship and your ultimate allegiance, your ultimate obedience and hope and identity is not in politics or political leaders or nationalistic pride or philosophy. It's in God alone. Therefore, be careful not to love Caesar with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Only God deserves that from you. And be careful not to love a political party with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Only God deserves that from you. And be careful not to love a nation and a government with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Because again, only God deserves that from you. You and I as Christians are not to worship anyone or anything but God. Only God gets that from us. Now, many early Christians were martyred because they refused to say, Caesar is Lord, because they understand what Jesus is saying here. They understood that only God deserves Worship. From more recent history, I'm reminded of Pastor, Pastor Dietrich Bonhoeffer who spoke out against Adolf Hitler and what he was doing or attempting to do in the German church, trying to nationalize it with Nazi doctrine, to use it to promote his evil philosophy and teachings. Bonhoeffer's conscience, though, was bound to God. So he took action against Hitler. God and God alone deserves our worship. God's command must be kept. So Bonhoeffer exercised civil disobedience against Hitler and Nazism. He wound up being arrested and executed for it. Or there's the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who observed man's inhumanity towards man in the Jim Crow laws of the government which denied black people their rights of equality in our own country. He knew they were against God's laws. He organized peaceful protests against those laws and he was continually arrested and assaulted and jailed and eventually he was assassinated. Dr. King said one time, the church must be reminded that it is not the master or the servant of the state, but the conscience of the state. It must be the guide and the critic of the state and never its tool. So that's how a citizen of heaven, an ambassador for Christ, conducts himself or herself As a citizen of a nation, according to Jesus, there is wisdom here and warning in this brilliant statement from our Lord. The wisdom is as citizens of our nations, Christians, of course, are called to be good citizens. We pay our taxes, we give back to the community, we work to make it great for our neighbors and ourselves, we're respectful honest, humble, peaceful, law-abiding, and involved. And as citizens of the kingdom of God, through faith in Christ, our worship and ultimate allegiance belongs to God and God alone. In his name we pursue righteousness, holiness, and love. We live out the great commandment, of love, loving God with all our heart, soul, and strength and mind, and our neighbor as ourselves. Him and him alone we worship. We fulfill the great commission he's given us to make disciples of all nations, telling the story of Jesus Christ, his life and death and resurrection to everyone around us, so that they might enter the kingdom of God and live lives that or lives of thanksgiving and praise and service and obedience to God. And here is the warning, the caution sign. It's so easy to mix the two up and blend them together, which is dangerous, spiritually dangerous. It leads to idolatry, which is a worship of something other than God. And it leads to compromise of the gospel of Jesus Christ and compromise of Christ's church. Someone once wrote, historically, when the church and state have become too closely aligned, the result has most often been the compromise of the church and the gospel. So let us be vigilant. Each of us must regularly be asking ourselves, am I following these words of Jesus? Am I giving to Caesar what is Caesar's and giving to God what is God's? Or am I getting them mixed up and giving to Caesar what really only belongs to God? Who is shaping my identity as a person in this world, Caesar or God? And where does my most basic allegiance in life lie, with Caesar or God? In what am I placing my hope for the future, Caesar or God? I conclude this message today with a profound quote from a biblical commentator, Dr. Michael Green. Regarding these words of Jesus that we've been examining today, he writes, When we do give back without reserve to the God who gave us everything and formed us in his own image, and when we set out to give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give God what is God's, then we have within ourselves a spring of action which is always questing, always seeking integrity, in a world of compromise. We must wrestle to discern the areas where Caesar has no right to dictate. These areas must be handed back to God. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, my fellow citizens of the kingdom of God, let us be vigilant and follow these words of Jesus carefully. Amen. Would you pray with me? Lord, you have made your wisdom and guidance known to us today through your Son, Jesus Christ. Help us to be vigilant in rendering to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to you the things that are yours, and protect us from Satan's attempts to get us mixed up. Amen. Now, as you go on your way, may Christ go with you. May he go before you to show you the way, behind you to encourage you, beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over, and within you to give you his peace. Amen.
0: You've been worshiping with the radio and the internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. If you'd like to listen to today's message again, you can find it on one of three of our podcasts. The first podcast, called the CC Broadcast, is where weekly services are archived the second podcast, called the CC Podcast Conversations, is where we archive inspiring interviews and interesting conversations with Christians such as gangster and murderer Ron Gruber, an NFL football player of the University of Iowa, Ike Boddicker and other interesting and inspiring interviews. The third podcast, called the CC Podcast Daily Dose Devotionals, is where we host our daily Bible overviews with six-minute devotions. These podcasts can be subscribed to on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You'll find links to them on our website, christiancrusaders.org. Christian Crusaders is 84 years old. Turning 84 is no small matter. We're grateful for God's continued blessings and faithfulness to this ministry. And we're excited to lift up His name, point people to Jesus Christ, and stand boldly on His word. And now ask you to prayerfully consider how you might partner with us in support of this ministry. Many listeners have joined our Gem Club, a gift every month club, and you're invited to join our Gem Club as well. Go to our website and learn how just 10 20 or $50 a month can make a significant difference in the future of this ministry. Memorial gifts top the list of a great way to remember loved ones. Donors are published in our quarterly newsletter mailings and have become a meaningful way to remember a loved one's special day. Many of you remember Homer Larson and his 51-year history as our lead pastor of Christian Crusaders. It was always Homer's dream to establish a perpetual fund that would receive large gifts to Christian Crusaders, so to build up a fund to cover operating expenses. We are pleased to announce the official launching of Christian Crusaders' Perpetual Fund in honor of Homer and his wife Eunice Larson. We invite you to learn more about this fund by visiting our website at www.christiancrusaders.org. Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit ministry supported entirely by the gifts of our listening audience. Estate gifts, large and small, have become a significant part of our ministry. So please consider a final gift to Christian Crusaders as part of your estate planning. For more information on how you can make this estate gift a a legacy donation or a non-cash gift, Call our office at 319-277-0924. A trusted Christian tax expert will assist you at no cost. Once again, that phone number is 319-277-0924 or visit our website, www.christiancrusaders.org. We thank each of you for your gifts and prayers. You've been worshiping with Christian Crusaders. We pray you will join us again next week on this station. Conducting the service was our speaker, Pastor Steve Kramer. Christian Crusaders has been broadcasting and podcasting Biblical Truth since 1936.